Hello and welcome to Watkins Wise Words, a podcast that celebrates conscious, passionate, wise and happy living. Thank you for tuning in and here is your host. So hello and welcome. Today I'm speaking with author Teresa Chung on her book 21 Rituals to Change Your Life, Daily Practices to Bring Greater Inner Peace and Happiness. Now, uh, this book is about creating personal ritual in our lives that brings in the presence of the sacred into the everyday. Teresa was born into a family of psychics and spiritualists. She went to King's College, Cambridge University, had a master's degree in theology and English, has written numerous best-selling mind-body-spirit books um, for various publishers, I should add. And she (laughs) has uh, written features on personal growth and spiritual development for magazines, national newspapers, and has now sold well over half a million books. That's amazing. And her website is TeresaChung.com. And and Teresa is spelled T-H-E-R-E-S-A-C-H-E-U-N-G.com. So, Teresa, hello. Hello. Thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, Great book, Teresa. Great book. Can I ask you, how did you come to write about rituals well as you've said in the introduction i write about spirituality and personal transformation development and like many people i fell in love with the uh, the book the secret and 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 enthusiastically embraced it and the law of attraction and all that but i found it didn't work there was something missing i was thinking positive but my life wasn't positive in response mm. and um I realized that there was a missing part of the puzzle. Yes, we are what we think, but I believe we are actually what we do. Mm. We are what we do. And that's how the book came about. Um, Our daily actions, how they create the world and attract to us possibilities far more than our thoughts. Obviously, the idea is the two combined, Mm. but actually research has shown that sometimes um, positive actions can actually change the way you think. That's how the mind works. The actions can actually affect neural pathways in your brain and change your thoughts in a more positive direction as well. I mean, we all know that, you know, people go for a run when they feel stressed. Yeah. The running actually calms them down. So it's the, uh, the reverse, that the action actually impacts the thought rather than the thought. You know, if you're feeling stressed saying, I don't feel stressed or I, I want to be happy, and you don't. Mm. Sometimes doing something is better than just thinking something yes absolutely i mean i i studied kind of well i've been in the spiritual world for i don't know a long time i'm giving away my age really and i (laughs) kind of (laughs) got interested in shamanism and wicca and all kinds of things where ritual was a whole kind of thing a whole sacred act with there was uh, you know there was candles and incense and uh, intentions but of course you're speaking about something much simpler Daily life, yes. Yeah. Of course, I mean, this isn't a book about ritual in the context of a religion or a, a faith system. No, that's that's a totally different category. We do that for, for symbolic reasons and, and the meaning we bring into it. This is rituals in your daily life, in a way, making your entire life sacred. And I don't believe that actually there should be a difference between a religious ritual yeah. and your, your whole life should be a, a, an attitude of, of, of worship of reverence and that's what i hope this book encourages that you see that every act you do can have a symbolic and and a powerful significance and an ability to change your world right now yeah well most of us i'm gonna read from your book now you say most of us have no idea that what we repeatedly do creates our everyday experiences now of course everyone has kind of habitual 
patterns, you know, whether it's going to the same restaurant at work every day or, and they ha have no idea that those patterns have an impact, both positive yeah, exactly. and negative. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's simple things as say like every morning reaching for your phone first thing, that, that action basically puts everybody else's needs ahead of yours right from the moment you get up and, and impacts the entire day. Yeah. And simple things like saying, no, before I do that, I'm going to get dressed, I'm going to do my exercise or whatever, I'm going to do my yoga pose or whatever, and then I will start looking at what the world requires of me. It, it's simple things like that can have a dramatic influence on your entire day. Yeah, that's amazing. Because what I see, um, my children are grown up now, but my grandchildren, you know, any, any moment they get, they're straight on the, you know, the, the, the little tablet, and they've, and they've got no idea Slave. about. Yeah, what, what about that? Absolute slaves to it, but it, it's like the the control is being given over. Personal control has been given over to the whims of their friends. You know, now um, I find I have teenage children, and um, if you don't text back within ten minutes, you know, the the, the other person on the other side is 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 thinking you don't like them. It's it's a terrible, um, <laughs> and, and and just trying to to to. To say no, my needs come first, and there was a time and a place, and that's what this book is also about: is having a time and a place for certain activities, yeah. because you've got to start with putting your needs first, and that is not selfish. Because I wish people would understand: you can't give what you don't have. If you don't have peace of mind, if you don't have self-love, how can you be of any use to other people? You're just a mess, really, uh, and you're not helping them. Yeah. You're far better to help them if you come from a position of strength, of self-love, of internal organization. You're far more powerful um, helper to them than, than rushing over with their needs, with your own needs not met. And it's not selfish to tend to your own needs first. Now, these in, in the airplane, they, still, yeah. they tell you to put your oxygen mask on before even helping children. Yes, indeed. Now, most, most people in the world, you know, you're a mother, I'm a, now a grandfather are kind of raising particularly raising children are stressed they feel they have no time now yeah. would you say to the listeners well look these are very you know time short time based rituals anyone can do them and actually, oh, God. what would you say to that oh absolutely i mean don't, i mean it's daunting isn't it think oh my god i've got to think of 21 more things for my day but all of them are things we actually do but just having a different slant when we do them and if people read the book they'll see that none of them are actually new radically new things they need to learn there's no equipment required they're very very simple things that yeah. you can incorporate in your your daily life and doing these 21 things um reading the book obviously and becoming aware why you're doing them will change that feeling of always rushing around you will find that you have more time i mean indeed the first one actually is to get up a bit earlier yes i, I noticed that one <laughs> yeah well most success um, you know I did do my research of, of, of highly successful people, people who are innovators, inventors, designers, very successful, and a running theme is studies have been done. These people do get up very early. They yeah. don't lie in. I mean, of course, it depends on your lifestyle. If you're an entertainer and you're performing late at night, of course, it doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. but even then, if, say, you get up normally at 1 o'clock because you're performing till midnight, get up slightly earlier, get up at 12 o'clock. You know, um, it, it, it's just looking at your day and just actually you don't actually need to, to have as much sleep as you think you do yeah. um not cutting out not cutting it down to dangerous levels of obviously and we all need rest and relaxation is very important but just that getting up early gives you a sense of a head start already 
Yeah. And having what I call a, a kind of a power hour or even a power 30 minutes where your needs come first, you get yourself sorted, you prioritize what you want to do, it can make... I, I actually find if I sleep in and everything, the days usually goes rapidly downhill and I've mm. almost become like a superstition now, like walking under a ladder. If I if I do get up later, it's like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So maybe I'm creating that belief with my thoughts, but I, I do know that... Uh, you know, getting up early is, is a fact, a key factor for very, very successful people. And so all of these rituals are aimed at putting our needs or our, our, our needs first for a short period of time every day. A few minutes, yeah. It's, 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 sometimes it's a nanosecond, yeah, and it can make all the difference. It can just centre us so that we are actually much more helpful to other people. Right. Let me ask you about another because it's brilliant how you've broken it down. You've got seven morning rituals, seven day and seven evening rituals. Now, you've obviously spoken about one of the morning rituals. What about one of the day ones? Now, I kind of, um, uh, which one did I get here? I saw a few. Was it like one was smile in the mirror, I think? Uh, I know that that is something that actually makes a huge difference. Very few of us do it. If you actually look at people when they look in the mirror, they kind of look anxious at themselves. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you do smile at the mirror, it can make a huge, huge difference to how you feel. And and thinking about it when you smile, you know, the impact that you have on other people when you smile. Smiling is so infectious. Yeah. Again, studies have been done, and there's a lot of study references in this book to show that it isn't just, you know, me making up these things. This is all, all of the rituals that have a, have a solid foundation in scientific psychological research about what makes people feel better and function more optimally during the day. Yeah. And one of these simple things is smiling. It is the most simple. And I actually start the book with an example of something very simple and uh, a study that was done that is so often it's the simplest, simplest things that we are forgetting to do because we're so busy and life has got so complicated now with everything online and rushing about. But going back to basic, these simplest things can make a world of difference. Mm. Um, and, and the whole book actually is the simplest of things. Well, if you want to change your life, do something. Hmm. don't think about changing it don't go to courses don't 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 read endless books even just do something obviously the way you're living your life at the moment the routines that you were in hmm. are not attracting success your way change those routines and the universe will draw you will attract positive things your way because the universe responds to what you do hmm. not what you think and if you want to judge a person as well, I always say this isn't in the book, but, you know, judge them not on what they say, but on what they actually do. Because mm. people can talk a good game, but it's what they do. And we all fall in that trap. We meet very charismatic, chatty people, who, you know, and then, you know, but what are they actually doing to back that up? That's how you judge it. And that's how your life is judged by the universe as well. Not on in your intentions, writing down your affirmations or you know what you want to do or, or thinking positive thoughts and sending loving healing energy that's all great mm. you don't actually do anything i'm sure the person in the street you would far rather you actually offered some practical help than, than sending them healing mm. with your thoughts well let me ask do you let me ask you about that day one again because you know i used to do um that hot yoga bikram you know and i know and it was all mirrors and people were posing and they weren't smiling in the mirror they were posing what if somebody is looking in the mirror? I can imagine in this particular ritual, somebody's mind might trigger and go, well, I don't look so good today, do I? Oh, look at that lipstick. Or, do you see what I mean? But So how would we kind of focus on the positive benefits of this particular ritual? Of the smiling in the mirror? Yeah. Basically, just tell yourself I look great. 
Okay. And when it's amazing if you do. It's an internal thing. I have found, I mean, we all know there's some very, very beautiful people in the world. Yeah. But, you know, I won't mention any names, but some, there's, the more you see them, the more actually they become ugly. Mm. And it is, an, beauty is an inner thing. Yeah. A face can transform into something very, very, and we've all seen that. People who aren't conventionally attractive can suddenly I mean, actually, if you think of that, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, an actor, maybe someone like Harrison Ford. He's not the best looking man in the world, but yeah. he's just on screen. He exudes something that that is so infectious and, and lovable. But he, I mean, if he looked in the mirror and think, well, I don't look like Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be a heartthrob. No. It's because he's not, you know, Jared Depardieu, it's quite a way, way of time of that French actor. And no way near attractive mm. conventionally, but inside there's that inner belief. And that's what, you know, we have to start working on. Just tell yourself, everyone is a unique and beautiful miracle. Mm. Um, and, and you're only unattractive if you think you are unattractive. And if you do feel unattractive, we'll think, well, why do? Well, if I'm overweight, get some exercise. Yeah. You know, stop thinking about it. Go for a run. Eat properly. Do something. I know this sounds harsh. But sometimes you need the cruel to be kind, kind treatment. If you're not happy with the way you look, well, go and change your hairstyle. Mm. Um, you know, go for a run, get fit, start thinking positive, do things you love. I think the best beauty treatment is doing what you love. Mm. I've seen people transform when they changed career or got out of an unhappy relationship. We've all seen it. We've had friends who've been for years trapped in a relationship they're not happy with. And then suddenly they meet someone or they enjoy their single life and they blossom and they like you go wow you look amazing yeah you see it on facebook all the time people announcing changes in their life and it's it's you know and, and you can see the contrast in the pictures before when they weren't particularly happy happiness is, is, a, is a very good measure of where you are where you should be in life if yeah, you're I, not happy do something to change it i always Obviously, kind of um assume you know when, when women go and have a beauty afternoon or something i always assumed it was a bit kind of superficial but really actually i suppose just that action can actually of of self-valuing can actually change your whole internal state oh it's very much when, when g girls say they want to go off on a pampered day i mean treat that with 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 the reverence that it, it's them saying i need to you know have some time to find my inner beauty again and to find what i what makes me fall in love with life yeah. That's what it's all about. And, and, and you know, it, it is, it's kind of having a love affair with life. Mm. And if you fall out of love affair, you can feel wretched. Mm. And that's because you're not doing what you love. Yeah. Um, and you're not also, sometimes it's the people you surround yourself with. We, we feel so obliged to be around people just because simply they've always been there. But if, it's, if these people aren't boosting and nurturing you, why are you with them? Yeah. move on I, I, I'm sounding terribly hard and callous here but I'm not because the older you get and you know I'm in my fifth decade now you start thinking oh, really? life is short well I've got to, I've got to say there Teresa like to the listeners that I, I we had a little video chat before this um, this podcast and I saw you and there's no way I would have thought you were in your 50s you look great you look oh, like you're, well, you're thank really you walking. very much. Well, I'm, I'm going to be writing for Watkins forever now. <laughs> you're walking your talk, totally. You're walking your talk. Uh, when I, well, ask I, you about... I, love, I mean, actually, yeah. it's interesting because I got annoyed with Watkins when they signed me up because they used a picture that was taken 20 years ago when I first started writing. Yeah. And I was actually writing health books. That's how I started. I did an awful lot of, you know, ghostwriting, actually, some very famous um, health gurus. Mm. Um, and... Um, 
they use that picture and I and people say you actually I look actually older in that picture mm. because I wasn't actually really in my comfort zone I did it because I you know I have a master's in English but it wasn't my passion and it was only when I started to write in about what I love to do which is spirituality personal transformation that I began to feel and look better and um it, it I, I feel with myself that the way I look often mirrors how I, I'm feeling about my life. Yeah. Well, well, you're looking pretty good at the moment, Teresa. Oh, thank you. Keep keep going on with that. Okay, this is I, I will. I mean, this, is, <laughs> this could be a ritual. This could be the 22nd ritual. Have someone tell you every day, you know. Actually, you know, I didn't think about that. But some, I mean, you know, the best thing is you can't find someone, get a dog because <laughs> or, or a cat because yeah. just the ego boost because with a dog or a cat, you can be full rotten. And the joy to see you. This is so wonderful to have someone who absolutely thinks you're amazing, yeah. whatever mood you're in. Um, and I th and it's interesting, actually. I notice a lot of people, when they're going through difficult times, they do get a lot of comfort from their pets or whatever. Oh. It's almost like they've given up with their own species and they thought they'd move on to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, they say that with elderly people, don't they, that pets can really keep them company yes. and keep them a yes. kind of a, the joy of life going. But it's a constant ego boost as well because this this animal, you know, they they love you for yeah. who you are and are delighted to see you, whatever the circumstances. And that that as you get older, that becomes increasingly rare. Yeah. Um, and 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 sometimes animals can do that. And um, I know because I've got two cats and two dogs. Oh. the joy that they bring. So if if life's not going too well, you've always got that. Well, I didn't put that in my book, Get a Pet. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good one. I mean, I've, we've got a house cat here, and um, the cat yes. really, I, I mean, it's not really a great ego booster for me. It, it just basically comes and sits with you when you're eating anything fish-like. <laughs> comes and sits opposite you, look with those big eyes, going, I, I'm hungry, you know. <laughs> Other than that, it just completely yeah, ignores it. it's more it. than that. It's more than that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. I'm sure your cat, cats are very loyal, really. Uh, yeah. You think it's about food, but my goodness, they would miss you. Yeah. if you're you know, around. Can I ask you about one of the evening rituals? Now, the one I picked out was journaling because I thought this is a great one. What's the value of journaling at the end of the day? These are kind of evening rituals now, Brom. Journaling, I mean, I, you, could, you don't have to do it formally by getting a diary and a pen. You can just talk out loud or talk into your phone or actually, in some way, social media is journaling because yeah. that's what people are doing. Um, I, I think there's, everybody's journaling now in a way, but to do it in a positive way, the value is it's cathartic mm. and, and it celebrates what's, what, what you enjoy about yourself because you tend to journal or post on Facebook things that you're proud of or that you want to show off or let people know about. Yeah. And it's again, it's a kind of an affirmation of, you know, I'm, I'm doing good, I'm on the right track. That, that's what it is. But it also helps sort out your thoughts for the next day. Mm. Um, gives you gives your, 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 your thinking some clarity. So the next day you're, you're kind of in a, in a better place. Mm. Brilliant. Now, why 21 days? What's the, is there research around 21 days? Well, the reason we did it, because I was in consultation with Watkins about that, is that there was that famous study, I, I think 20 or so years ago, which um, actually has been proved to be incorrect when they said that a, a habit can be formed a new habit if you repeat it for 21 days that was the magic number since then there have been research coming out that 21 isn't actually correct and people can take slightly longer or even slightly less than that but right. what happened is that 21 got stuck in people's psyche yeah as the day of, of big change um because that study is often referred to wrongly you know if you want to create a new habit do it for 21 days and then your neural pathways are formed because if, if you do an action 
it, it affects your brain and the neural pathways and new neural pathways form and 21 days seems to be when things start happening in the brain that the brain adjusts mm. so it was really a hook as well and also in numerology the number 21 is extremely powerful if you want to tie it in with spirituality in paganism too so there, it was a combination of influences um but it, it, it is just the starting point and also i tell readers in there to tell your brain i'm going to do this for 21 days just as an experiment mm. and if it doesn't work after that stop it mm. because the brain likes that kind of talk Mm. If you say I'm going to do this habit forever, you'll just rebel. It's mm. like if somebody said to you, for the rest of your life, you're now going to smile in the mirror. Mm. Nobody would do it. But tell yourself you're going to experiment with this for three weeks, have a go, and then if you feel better, which you will, I'm very confident you will, you will continue. But if you tell your brain right at the onset, you know, this is for the rest of my life, it will rebel. Right. So that's what the 21 is let's just do it for 21 days brilliant brilliant well look Teresa it's been amazing talking with you you're such a you know high energy being you know I, I know I know you're Aries and high energy and, uh, <laughs> thank you I mean I feel more energized just talking to you I must say. oh god thank you so, that's, that's good I hope people feel that when they read the book because I, I um, think they will I think I definitely recommend it I've got it here and I, it's really encouraging me to do something I mean a lot of them I probably do but don't do all of them I must say um, no, but I mean, even if you do dip in and out of it, I mean, it is a book to dip into and out of just what you learn from it about each of the rituals will change your thoughts as well. Yeah. But what I'm hoping is it changes what you do, mm. change yeah. your actions, you know, because we get stuck in a rut, we get lazy and we keep repeating the same things. But if you want positive change and you want to attract success and happiness and joy into your life, which we all do. Yeah. You have to change your daily actions if your life isn't going in the right way. Brilliant. And this book will help you do that. Thank you, Teresa, so much, and good luck with it. Thank you. Like what you've heard? Be part of our community by visiting watkinspublishing.com, following us on Twitter at Watkins Wisdom, or liking us on Facebook.